When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. Hello, everybody. I am so glad you're with me today. I am talking about one of my favorite things is marriage. I love marriage. I think marriage is the best classroom for all of us. And um, it really teaches us how to um, love and to serve and do all the things. And what happens though, sometimes is we have sometimes what I call marriage killers. You know what marriage killers are? Well, according to the Wall Street Journal article, here comes the baby, here goes the marriage. Two thirds of couples say the quality of their relationships plummet within three years of the birth of the child, which if you've had children, you know that to be true, probably. Um, Within five years after birth of a first child, over 40% of couples will go their separate ways. Wow. Like children can be hard on marriages. And these numbers really don't surprise me because parenting is the hardest job in the world. Um, And when you have a LGBTQ child, it comes with a lot of unique challenges and you usually are giving a lot of your energy to your child. And that doesn't leave a lot left over for your marriage. And this is a common pattern that I parent most of my LGBTQ clients at some point we talk about their marriage because there needs to be some realignment usually. And they're so focused on helping their child that the byproduct can be a marriage that suffers. So what what do you do to protect your marriage? Because you want to really provide the support your child needs. And you also want a good marriage. You know, from my experience, when my son first came out, um, he was having a lot of emotional issues and like that was exhausting to manage. And our family because of that was experiencing a lot of overwhelming emotions. And every day there was some new solution situation or dynamic that needed urgent discussions with me and my husband. And it felt like just all of our interactions was hundred percent about my son. And that felt so hard. And at that time, like I thought this was just the way it was that this was necessary and there was no other option on how to handle this. Like we had to live this type of intensity around this to survive. And the problem with that, that led to a lot of heaviness in our relationship that actually made it harder for us to deal with our son and everything he was dealing with. And so it came to a point where I know we need it to take a step back and figure out how to lighten the load and how to start protecting our marriage. And so I started kind of examining the patterns and how we could do it better. And what I found out was when I became a lot more intentional in protecting our marriage and our time together, that it actually created a stronger place of strength to help my son and his challenges. And so I'm going to give you some things that we did to protect our marriage and things that I help clients with. And what it does is it just kind of puts like a little wall around you guys. And I want you to know, like the best gift you could give your LGBTQ child is a strong marriage. And so the first thing I want you to do is focus on your strengths and not your weaknesses, and especially your partner's strengths and not their weaknesses. Parenting is a team sport. It's not an individual sport and it's not a competition. 
because sometimes we like to feel like we get affirmation being the better parent, but really looking at like, if your husband's doing it differently than you, that is okay because your child needs both of you. They don't need, your child doesn't need two people who think exactly like you looking at it. These are situations that like John and I, like sometimes he had better skills in handling and sometimes I had better skills and he is like the calm in the crisis. And I know that he loves that. I am good at de-escalating an argument. So you both don't have to be good at everything. In fact, having different strengths actually makes you a much more powerful parenting team. The key is to not beat each other up over what the other person is not good at. So you have to be really intentional of how you're thinking and focusing on the strengths of each other and not each other's weaknesses. So how you do is you think like thoughts daily, kind of a mantra about how your spouse is doing it right. So whatever we thinking, whatever we're thinking, our brain's job is to find evidence for. So think the thought, find the evidence for the thought, and then share with your spouse how they are doing it right. So the three-step process of like thinking the thought, finding the evidence and sharing huge difference, like such a level of connection when you can stop thinking thoughts of like he should, or she should be doing differently. When you're thinking about, look at how they're doing this well and stop expecting them to be perfect on everything. Okay. So that's the first one is focus on the strengths, not the weaknesses. The second tool I'm giving you is create a safe place. You need to be each other's safe place. And what this looks like is you can say what is bothering you and you no matter how petty it is or how embarrassing it is. And the other person will not judge you for your thoughts. And in order for this to be a safe place, you let each other kind of see you're ugly and it has to be a judgment-free zone. And you've got to be able to feel honest and vulnerable with each other and know that your spouse still loves and respects you, even when they see you're ugly. We are all human beings and complicated emotions. And having a space to process those hurts, your frustrations, your inadequacies, all the ugly, like you're just not going to always be thinking perfectly is so necessary to your mental health. And really, which is just as necessary for your mental health as exercising is for your physical health. And if you don't get these frustrations out um, about your child, then it will show up in your relationship with your child. So there are going to be days that you don't like your child. And when you will see, like say something stupid or your neighbor says something stupid, life is messy. It's just not always going to go perfect. And you really need to have a place to process those hurts so you can be emotionally healthy. Um, and everybody needs that person to process the ugly parts of ourselves and lives and being that person for each other in your lives, your marriage will make you a stronger team. Um, there's many days that John, I would call it, um, talked me off the wall or I did the same for him and you just get triggered differently and you react differently and not making it mean you're a bad parent because you're feeling a certain way, but just like you're a human being, of course you feel this way. That is kind of the message you need to give to each other. Okay. So the third one is tag team. There are going to be days that you will be completely done. You will be done with the talking. You'll be done with the worrying. You will not want to feel like being the parent. So you got to know your emotional limits. And if you're not feeling emotionally equipped to handle the day's crisis, then it's time to tag out. Um, we really have this assumption with each other, John and I, about um, we're both doing the best we can at all times. And we know that we will have hard days. And luckily our hard days 
usually haven't occurred at the same time. And when one of us is having a hard time, we have made tagging out part of our marriage culture. Um, so we respect each other's limits and we don't belittle each other for being honest about what we are able and capable to do in the moment. So we pick up the parenting slack for each other as needed. And that ability to be honest without abusing that culture with each other is, you know, you can have additional help and it really creates more love and understanding in your marriage. And like I said, there's many days where I call him and I'm like, you know what, when you come home, I'm going to need a um, break. Or can you handle talking to this with one of my, one of the children? He doesn't like, well, why don't you do it? He just knows like, this is when I need his help. And he knows that I'm doing the best I can. And I'm the same with him. And so being a team and tag team is totally what you need with parenting. Sometimes the fourth one is stop thinking they are doing it wrong. Um, one time I was cooking with my sister and I was cutting an onion and she came over and instructed me how I was cutting the onion wrong. And her critique made the cooking experience funny <laughs> and a little, honestly, probably a lot less fun, but this is just a funny little example that sometimes we make the mistakes of thinking our way is always the best way. And we forget that there's more than one ways to cut an onion. And one of the biggest mistakes we make in marriage is we judge our spouse, how we parent or how we were parented. And there are many, as many ways to handle parenting, just like there are many ways to cut onion. So look for common ground. You don't have to parent the same. You just have to agree to respect each other's parenting styles. And remember, you probably both want the same result. You know, when I have thoughts that my husband is not handling a situation, right? I immediately create that disconnection and we all have opinions of how things should be done. But if we want to protect our marriage, you really need to be good at managing those thoughts of they shouldn't be doing something. And so when I think my thoughts, when I see my thoughts and they go to, he is doing it wrong. I have learned to really question those thoughts and says, who says, who says I'm the expert and that my way is the best way. I literally have that mantra quickly after I think, why are they doing that? Or why is he doing that? Or I can't believe he just said that. So I say, who says, and why do I think I know the best way for him to react or act? I remind myself that I am not a parenting expert. I am doing the just best as I am, just as he is. And there are many ways to cut onion as it is to parent. So I've trained my brain to go to, he is doing the best he can, and I'm doing the best I can. These thoughts keep me feeling connected to him, especially when we're experiencing a very high emotional problem. Okay. And I'm not saying that later on, you don't have a discussion of like, so why did you say that? Or how did you handle that? But you handle it after the, you're both triggered in a safe place and talk about it. And we've done this many times where we don't bring it up in front of the kids. We let it happen. And then when it's a little bit safer and things have calmed down, we have a discussion and um, we've changed some ways each of us parent, but it's much, the feedback there is welcome versus in the heat of the moment. So be careful of your feedback create space for your marriage. This we were not doing. Um, we weren't even like going on date nights. And so, you know, you only have so much energy and you need to allocate some of the energy for each other. Creating space for your marriage needs to be a time priority. Parenting LGBTQ child can make you feel on high alert constantly. There is not a lot of coasting when it comes to parenting. It's exhausting. And it's hard to feel connected and let alone sexy when you are exhausted, worried, and feeling a lot of fear for your child. So we found that regardless of how hard the week was, we needed a carve out couple time. You might be thinking day night can't solve everything, but it really does solve a lot. 
Some weeks, I honestly, I would live for that couple hours away with John when I could be the girlfriend and not the mom. And so having that balance in our lives helps sustain us in the harder moments. And so making that time is so vital. The last one I want you to know is tool is to get help. If you feel you don't know how to change your current patterns, get help. Um, Having third set of eyes, a neutral place is key to some situations. If you're emotionally distancing yourself from each other and living parallel lives, like if you turn into the roommate or you're like the mom, you need to get help. If you are feeling overwhelmed with the stress of raising an LGBTQ child, you need to get help. I repeat, get help so many times because this is how important it is. Your relationship with your spouse is your most important relationship. Treat it like it is. Invest in it. Respect your relationship enough to get it's the right resources. You know, if um, you had like, um, say, a heart problem, you would be going to the heart doctor and you would be getting on medicine and you'd be doing all the things to get your heart healthy. And your relationship is just like that. Like it is just another resource to function well in life. So when you're faced with a situation that really feels out of control, professional help can be a godsend. A neutral third party can assess and offer perspective and even help you develop a game plan for how to handle very specific situations. These are some of the things we talk, we talk about marriage a lot and my lift it together community, um, where we talk about how to connect, how to have difficult conversations because marriage is a constant thing. It doesn't, it's not, um, a just it's done and it's good forever. You're going through phases, you're going through seasons, you're, you're going through hormones, all of those things. And so marriage, this, you know, I'm talking about like when your child comes out and dealing with LGBTQ child, but honestly, this applies for all aspects of your marriage where you need to constantly be feeding it with good stuff. And so the four tools that I want oh, five tools, sorry, is focus on strengths, not weaknesses. Look for the strengths. And remember your brain will look for whatever you're um, thinking. So you've got to redirect it to the focus because our brains tend to go naturally negative and you have to move it to the positive. Um, create a safe place for each other, which no judgmental, however they're feeling, their feelings are valid. Be okay tag teaming. You don't have to be always doing everything. Involve the other person. Involve, in fact, involving the other person actually gives them a nod of um, really like you're important and I know you could do this well. It says a lot when you're like, can you do this for me? Being vulnerable enough to do that. Stop thinking they are doing it wrong. Be very careful of how you're thinking, how they're parenting and how it is um, wrong. And when you are having thoughts like that, that is a really negative pattern that you need to stop and really question that. Create space for your marriage, like laugh, have fun together. Um, One of my favorite gifts that John gave me um, was, and this was during this time, actually, when our son first came out for our anniversary, he did a whole picnic basket of board games. And he's like, we need to connect every day. And so every night before we went to bed, we're going to play 15 minutes of card game or a board game. And that was one of probably the most thoughtful, sweetest gifts. And I love that time. And so we look forward to it. And that's what worked at that time. So get creative. Um, Space doesn't always have to be dress up date night. Um, Sometimes it was just us walking around Target, getting groceries and talking. And that was some weeks that's the best we could. And other nights it was dress up. Like it's a variety, but the, the intention is it's you and me. It's the you and me time. And the last is don't be too um, prideful to get help. 
Um, it's really, we all get in negative patterns. It's, you know, we live with people, it's messy, marriage is hard, but it is the best when you get it aligned and you kind of clean it up and you, it's never too late. If you are listening to this thing and know we're too far down the road, I promise you, I have worked with clients and um, couples that they they really do love each other, but they just have gotten so much disdain and in patterns that they don't know how to get out of. And a professional can help you get out of that. So follow these steps, create that marriage you want. It's not too late. Rechoose it. Rechoose every day that you want to be to that person with that person. And I guarantee you that's the best gift you could give your children. All right. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.